Welcome to Mason and Fricker's Eldritch Stories. My name is Paul Fricker. Our tale today concerns something that happened long ago. Memory is a powerful thing, as I'm sure we can all attest, but it can be an unreliable witness to events. Is everything fine with you today? My legs feel wet. I'm dreaming, aren't I? It's dark, although there's a dim half-light over to my left. I can't move. I think my leg is trapped. I can feel the pressure. Dreaming, yes. It's my old fear of claustrophobia come calling again. Yes, that's it. Not had this one for years. I wonder why now. At least I know it's a dream. Not like when I was younger, when I didn't realise it was a nightmare born from that time when my mum and me were trapped in that lift. The man trapped with us told us not to worry. Someone would know and they'd come and get us out. They did, eventually. Eight hours later. After that, I refused to enter a lift for many years. Eventually, The fear softened as I aged, but it was always there, however small, brooding in the depths of my mind. That fear of being useless, trapped, conjured many a nightmare in my youth and often returned over the years. The wetness is climbing up my leg. I can feel it soaking through my trousers, rising. It's not cold, but rather a smothering warmness. I think it's blood. My blood. I'm dreaming, aren't I? Yes. I look over to the half-light. An electric light? It's dim. The air must be dusty. As I think that, I begin to feel the dust in my throat. Choking. I want a drink. If I'm dreaming, then why can't I move? It always started like this, feeling trapped. Then that light would go out and the darkness would consume me. Mostly the dream ended there and I'd wake, screaming. But sometimes it wouldn't, and then the darkness would grow heavier, crushing me, relentless, until I became nothing. Those times were the worst of all. I knew the darkness wanted me wanted to change me. When I was defiant and refused to yield in spite of the terror, the dream would eventually end. But when the dream went this way, its effects would linger. Rather than waking in fright, there was a knowing dread that stayed with me for days. It soured taste in my mouth and cast a veil of ashes over everything. But, like most things, in time it would dissipate, and I'd get on with my life. Am I dreaming? The half-light is growing dimmer. Both my legs feel wet now, and my shirt is damp. I can't move my hands. Are they pinned down like my legs? Could it have been premonition? I recall the man in the lift saying the words, Not your time. I'd not remembered that before. Yes, he had said that, but now I think on it, I can see the look in his eyes. 
I didn't have the vocabulary back then when I was a kid, but it felt malicious, yes. There was maliciousness there, hiding in that oh-so-comforting smile he gave me. I don't think my mother saw it. Once we were rescued, we never saw him again, and I forgot. This can't be real. It's my dream, just like in the past. I realise why the light is dimming. There's someone there, silhouetted against the light, filling the space. I can't make him out, but he's coming closer. I know it's him. It's not like before. For a moment I remember being in the lift. Oh, God. I can see his eyes. Those eyes. He's smiling. Grinning. He's waited a long time, he says. Waited for me. The light goes out. Darkness presses down, filling me. I can't breathe. My mind races, but I can't move. I'm not dreaming. Everything's Fine was written by Mike Mason and read by Paul Fricker. Find out more at eldritchstories.com Join us again next time for another chilling tale and remember, keep it eldritch.